Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I have not looked at the dock today. Well, I just put everything in it approximately seven minutes ago, so not like it even matters. I mean, I did check. How dare you not put things in <laughs> Ooh. Could have saved face there, bud. Could have made yourself look so good. I, I didn't know. until you, you should have said, hey, I didn't put anything in the dock until... But if I had checked it earlier, I would have already known that, so I probably would have brought it up, not you. There you go. Mm. Whoopsies. Well, now I'm looking at it. So you know all of my reactions are going to be just like pure well there we go we at least have that um i would just like to open with something that's not really all that important but my window of opportunity for this particular shirt my like papa emeritus trick-or-treating ghost shirt my window of time in which i can wear this shirt is closing rapidly and i don't like it you can wear it whenever you want i mean i can wear it whenever i want but like the vibe is better when it is the quote-unquote yeah. appropriate time. Yes. Um, I think maybe a nice way to look at it is maybe the appropriate time for that shirt is ending, but it's almost time for last pod Christmas sweater. It is almost time for last pod Christmas sweater, which is very exciting. And also, I'm sure, one, I know that Avatar has released Christmas sweaters at various points, and I want one of that, those bad boys if they re-release them. And two, I know Ghost will do something. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to busting out my Christmas vacation uh, hoodie. Because it's just Hell so yes. cozy, too. Oh. Yeah. So, pros and cons. Well, that's, yeah, that's interesting, though. Like, because we've talked about this before, that, like, Christmas doesn't really start until after Thanksgiving. Correct. But, Correct. like, Christmas-themed clothing can maybe go a little earlier. I think because you, like, especially if it's something that's kind of, like, ugly and ironic, you're being funny yeah. with it, that feels, that feels different than kind of shoving Halloween and Thanksgiving out of the way. I don't know. Yeah, like, I couldn't wear my Christmas vacation hoodie in July or something that would feel super weird, but I feel like once we're into November, it might not feel weird. I mean, see, I have an interesting, I have a, like, crew neck pullover sweatshirt that is printed to look like you know the sort of pixely ugly christmas sweater but its design is the nightmare before christmas themed 
So I can mm-hmm. slap that bad boy on starting like September 1st, as far as I'm concerned, and then just wear it for literally the rest of the year. I have a t-shirt that's like the ugly Christmas sweater print, um, but it's Space Invaders. I'm almost certain I've seen this. I don't know. I have uh, bins of t-shirts that I don't really wear, and that's somewhere in there, I think. Big sad. <laughs> I have so many t-shirts, it's sad. Oh yeah, no, I've probably- this has probably been a- something on a weekly worsening before. I have a drawer in my dresser now that is dedicated to just ghost shirts. <laughs> nice yeah i'm about there with my t-shirts love that love that for us um but i want to start with my first bullet point which is something very quick i finally did it i finally found like have you ever always wished like oh man like this artist is so cool i wish i had been there to kind of like watch their rise or whatever i did it i found a song this person only has one song out i know at there's no information about this individual available whatsoever. They have an Instagram and they are on Spotify. The artist's name is Chanter, C-H-A-N-T-E-R, and oh my god, they have one song out. It is called Hounds of Hell, and it bops so hard. If you like if you like Ghost, for example, but like maybe Opus Eponymous isn't really your album. You're more of an Impera person with the kind of like big grandiose 80s inspired sound. Go listen to Hounds of Hell. It is so good. I have like I cannot hear that song and only listen to it once. I cannot wait to see what this person does. Check check it out. It is incredible. So there's my little um, recommendation slash life pro tip. Crossing my fingers for you. Thank you, thank you. And also, yeah, just a general PSA, give really small artists a shot. You might find something that you really like and then you get to just watch it all unfold. Yeah, although sometimes it can be a bit sad because while you were talking about that, it made me think of a band called The Color and the Sound, which... They dropped one EP, which was absolutely amazing, and then never anything else. And it still makes me sad all the time. The struggle is very, very real. So maybe you are opening yourself up to potential heartbreak, but also you could be on the ground floor of the next big thing. So Mm -hmm. who knows? But yeah, check that shit out. It's amazing. I will put a link uh, to their Instagram and to the song on Spotify in the description for this episode. So that's my opening statement. Um, unless you have anything else to say about literally anything, I think our next point brokers alike. There's 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 much to discuss here in my personal opinion. The Reddit story? No, there is a no. video. Oh right right right. That's right. Yes, that's right. I had to look at the doctor by myself. So okay. the thing you texted me earlier. Yes, the thing I texted you because I wanted you to at least think about this. Yes, it does. It did require thought. Fantastic. So the question or the sort of scenario is that you are going to be given a paperclip, and you have one hour to hide said paperclip before the FBI comes to search your place for it. Where are you hiding it? 
And First of all, no one could ever possibly do as well as the guy in that video. No one could ever do as well as the guy in that video, and we're going to discuss what he said, but I want us to, to make our attempts first. Yeah, it's almost discouraging, though, because he did so well, and it's like... He did a fantastic job. That. I have a couple ideas. Okay. Would you like to share with the class? Um, yes. So one of them, I thought, is that you could put it in, like, a plushie. Like a stuffed animal, just do a quick little little seam rip on something, stuff it in there, sew it back up. No one will ever know. Because I'm thinking about this in the way of like they can do whatever they would th what they would with a warrant. Like they're not gonna be like tearing the drywall off. They do that sometimes. Though. I mean, it's they do that sometimes, but like. There can't be- they can't just, like, rip everything you own apart without reasonable suspicion, I'm gonna say. But are we assuming they have that? They do have that. I don't know what the rules of a search warrant are. Because I know sometimes they, like, straight up cut people's mattresses and stuff to look inside them, and it's like, those things are expensive. Yeah, that's pretty fucking rude. Um. So that was one. Plushie. So, yeah, hiding it in a plushie, um, put it, like, in a big bottle of, like, like, shampoo or conditioner that's, like, not see-through. Mm -hmm. That. You could get a bar of soap wet and kind of, like, stick it in there and then, like, mold the soap back over it and then just put it back in the shower. Yeah. You could burn a candle. And then put it in the wax, and then mm -hmm. and okay. then let it cool and resolidify. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, know, I don't like know maybe in a jar of peanut butter. Sure. I was thinking about this more from the angle that like they would look in stuff, you know, like. I could see them just dumping everything out because it i mean it specifically said they're looking for the paper clips and they they know they're looking for something small like that. this is true you know and so i think they're going to automatically assume that people are going to like put it inside of like a liquid or you know something like that so they're just gonna okay go so i'm gonna rescind my liquid answers but like the bar of soap and the candle i'm keeping those yeah i was almost wondering like pull up like a corner of carpet and slide it under there? Are they gonna like tear up the carpet? That I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. It all depends on what they think of. Yeah, there's also like, um, with kitchen cabinets a lot of times, like they don't quite reach the, the back of the wall or something. Like I know mine have these kind of weird nooks and crannies. Mm. Mine have those too, that is not bad. Yeah. Because they're not going to tear the cabinets off the wall, no way. Yeah, that seems a little excessive. I'm even just looking, like, around in this room. I feel like there's probably some, like, tiny panel, like, deep inside my PC where I could, like, mm -hmm. stick it up there, screw something back on, and then something else gets put back in on top of that. So, yeah. like, even if they tear out the first thing. Oh, no. Make a painting and let... Paint it into a painting. Paint it into something? That's not bad. Um, Houseplants. Just in the mm -hmm. dirt. Oh, I think those they dump out. 
Oh, maybe. Basing my knowledge entirely on like movies and TV shows, but so perhaps not that. Yeah, I think those would be potentially risky. I like the paint yeah. one. That's pretty good. Yeah, I just had to look at the painting up here, and I was like, man, the, some of the paint on this is like really thick. You could definitely put a needle, a like not a needle, but a paper clip on that. Yeah, yeah, that is a possibility. You could like knit it into something. That's, I was actually almost thinking, like, um, if I was, like, a yarn spinner, I could spin yarn and, like, put it inside as, like, the core, like, stretching up. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. What about having it on your person? It doesn't say it has to be in the house, like... You could get really gross yeah. with this. Just <laughs> tell me what I was thinking. I was thinking, like, you know, the hem of your t-shirt, just yank it out a little bit, put it in there, sew it back up real quick. That's not bad. That is I a good do one. That in less than 20 I'm not gonna look at the hem of my t-shirt. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Or any other clothing item doesn't have to be the one I'm wearing, I guess. Yeah, so depending on whether or not you're allowed to have it on your person, I think that's a pretty solid answer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you can even just sew it into like the hem of a jacket or something. They're not gonna like Oh, imagine you had like a glass eye. You could like a hollow one. You could put stuff in. Hollow one. You could put stuff in. Or just fucking tuck it back there. It's fine. No, but that like the idea of a hollow eyeball that you can store things in is super cool. I am. I'm putting that in the back pocket for like a fantasy novel, and like the villain has some something up his sleeve, and he keeps it in a glass eye or whatever. It reminds me of the ruse, the shoes ruse. No. What? They were a big thing at some point. I don't know what decade, but they had like tiny little pockets on them. Oh my gosh, wait, that's had, so fun! They had tiny little pockets on the side, and they, that was like the big selling point of them. But it was like you could fit maybe a water dot one dollar bill for <laughs> that. You know what I bet people put in there? Joints. I was about to say drugs. Yeah, kangaroos, the original shoes with pockets. You could fit a joint. You could fit a tab of acid. You could fit a Xanax. I feel like that's 99% of what those must have been used for. Yeah, that's... It was one of those things where it was sort of a running joke to think of all the things that you could put in the tiny, tiny pocket. Um, oh, originally produced from 1979 to the 1980s, That's and then they've been revived in recent years, so it was the 80s that those were super cool. But they're they're back, so. Right. Yeah. Um, ooh, idea. No, never mind. That's not gonna work. They would just take it all. In shoes is interesting. Yeah. Like, as a hiding place, just in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could like rip could... up the sole, shove it in there, put mm -hmm. it back down. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the middle of recording a podcast, and I'm going on the kangaroos site to look at the modern version of. See, if I was gonna do that, I would just like sew a pocket onto one of my shoes myself. Like I would just get some chucks or whatever, and an extra patch of like red canvas and. But then they're not ruse. Why would I? 
no. No. It's a special thing. And also, I would rather make them myself and have them be, like, goth as fuck with a bunch of spikes. You need black ones. Not enough. They even put spikes on. They need to have the spikes. Where are the pockets? Hmm. I think I've been given a false bill of goods here. Sold false Anyway. Big sad. Yeah. I think we got some solid ideas. I would say so. I was really trying to think of one where it could be hidden in plain sight, where they would be looking at it and they wouldn't know it, that that was what they were looking at. Yeah. yeah. That would be fun. Ooh. Okay. So, you know how when you're styling a wig, sometimes people put it on like a styrofoam or like a other soft mm -hmm. material, almost like a big pincushion, like a wig head? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the pins that people use for those are these T-shaped... Oh, T pins, yeah. Yeah, so you you, you use the knitting blocking. I you bend it into a T pin, and like have something blocked out on whatever, or like you have you'd be like, oh, I'm mid styling this wig. Or just shape it that way and put it in my little container of T pins. Yeah, just like blend in the others. You never know the difference. Yeah, or you could, like, have it in, like, a, hmm, well, no, because those are kind of, like, half... I'm trying to think if there's any situation where you have, like, a small co a container of, like, small metal rods that are used for anything. My mind kind of went to twisty tie, but those have, mm. like, the little paper yeah. coating on them, so not so much. Yeah. Well, it's a particular paper clip. You can just throw it in with a bunch of other paper clips. I feel like they might just take it all. Because I was just thinking about, like, I was like, oh, I have this board back there that has these little containers with, like, safety pins and all that. And there's, like, there's ones, just paper clips, and just toss it in there. And... Yeah. Or, like, maybe cool. if you're a person who, like, has, like, a... Has a garage or something, or, like, you work on a car or whatever, you just toss it in. Like, you unfurl it, toss it in with a bunch of scrap metal. Mm-hmm. Or, like, or, like, if you're an electrician, a bunch of scrap wire. Yeah. Which one is it? Who knows? I have a bunch of long pieces of metal that are just like really long unbent paper clips. It's for knitting, blocking purposes. Just, it would be a very different length. Still, you get a bunch of them and be like, "Oh, I made baby socks." They don't know what blocking wires are. They yeah. Hmm. yeah. You just be like, "Oh yeah, these are for when I made baby socks for I don't know my friend or some shit." My friend when she had her daughter. For my adult sized friend who has tiny feet. That's funnier. Yeah, that is funnier. But if you're lying to the FBI, maybe don't go with the funny option. But I'm just imagining an adult sized person with baby sized feet. It's fun. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think those are some solid ideas, but I don't think anyone is ever going to come close to what this fucking genius on Instagram came up with. <sighs> I'm so impressed. This man, who has, for his own personal use and to make some things that he sells, he has a 3D printer. And one of the things that um, a lot of people will do to test their 3D printer, make sure everything is set up right, because sometimes prints, like, they don't, like, the 
whatever is kind of I don't know exactly how it works I don't know what all the parts are called but the little like nozzle that's actually like depositing the plastic or the filament that's been heated up in whatever pattern that you're like trying to build from the ground up he said that he would be doing a, a test print and one of the very popular things to test and make sure your 3d printer is like doing its thing correctly is a little tugboat which i think is super cute especially as a person who works on the Erie canal but um he said that he would have this little tugboat and he would let it print like halfway he would heat the paper clip up like with a lighter or something uh shove it into like the bottom of the boat melt the plastic a little bit not enough that it go that the paper clip goes through the other side enough that it's like solidly in there and then let the print keep going enough that it's covered and then have it continue while they're searching his house so one they like aren't gonna want to touch it and even if they do they're not gonna find anything because it's going to be printed like encased in the plastic and he can just be like come on man what the fuck did you mess my print up for throw it away in front of them and restart the process Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone is ever going to get better than that. Yeah, because as he put it, he was like, why would I bother making a new one if it were just a ruse? Yeah, so I think that answer is absolutely genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can't get better than that embedded in a solid object, like a 100% solid object. hmm Because what are they going to do? Even if they wanted to break it open, like, that sounds pretty sturdy. Yeah, no, like... This is 3D printed. I could not snap this with my ba- and like this is. It's not. They call it like resin. I think it is plastic based in some way, shape, or form. I'm no expert, but like, I couldn't break this with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's relatively thin, whereas the tugboat's like much thicker, like bulkier. Yeah. yeah. No, like. This is like. Less than half an inch thick, and I couldn't break this with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. So like. I got paint for this today. I'm very excited. But yeah, I think that's the most genius answer that I've ever seen to that question. And no one is ever going to win. No one's ever going to get better than that. He has won. In my humble opinion. Thanks to these people for causing us to think about this so that if we ever are going to be raided by the FBI, we have ideas of where to hide stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would be raided by the FBI for anything, but just in case. Yeah, but you always want to be prepared, you know? Mm -hmm. Better safe than fine. You make an excellent point. You do always want to be prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, So moving right along, the next thing I have isn't actually a question of any sort. It's something I saw on Reddit that I thought was really funny. And you know what? If I don't tell you the update... I can have I can have you guess some things, which could be entertaining. So I think that's what I'm gonna do. But this is from the subreddit r slash best of redditor updates, which is exactly what it sounds like. It is when someone uh, posts something and is like, "Oh, I'll come back and let you guys know what happened." These are the best examples of the most out of pocket, insane, entertaining, funny updates to stories that people have posted on Reddit. So, here's the title. My 34M wife, 32F, has been cutting the strings off of my pajama pants and she won't admit to it. Not sure why. This was originally posted in Relationship Advice, which, that tracks. If you're 
confused about this. <clears throat> so here's the original post. For background's sake, we've been married for 10 years. This behavior is pretty recent. This really isn't that bad, but I was hoping someone could have an explanation because I asked her about this and she just denies it, but we don't have kids, so it can only be her. In the last year or so, I've been discovering the strings for my pajama pants have been disappearing. It can only be her removing these because we don't have kids and I'm the only one who has to actually leave the house to go to work, so she's alone in the house a lot. Her pants still have all their strings, but none of mine do. I've bought more pants to replace the ones with missing strings, but those eventually go missing too. We have a good relationship, and I don't know why she denies it when I ask about it. It's really not that big of a deal, so I don't press the issue. It's just bizarre. She's a bit of a prankster, and so am I. But I don't know what the point of the prank is if this is indeed some sort of practical joke. Does anyone else have any experience with this sort of thing? And then I'll stop when it's time for you to guess things. Um, all of the updates, and this is uh, whoever is putting this in the best of updates subreddit, all the updates were made in the post within the next 48 hours, so this was pretty quick. Um, update number one. Okay, so I just got home and checked inside the waistbands of all my pajama pants. I only have five of them, so it didn't take long. No strings in them, so they definitely didn't retract. I need to get some sleep, so I'll check the washer drum and filter when I wake up. Okay. So before I read the other two updates, any guesses as to where this man's pajama pants strings are going? So my first thought was, you know, he, the original poster makes a point of saying like, you know, we don't have kids, so she's the only other person in the house and, mm -hmm. you know, she, she's there more than I am kind of thing. My first thought was like, okay, but are there any other creatures in the house? Because I know for me, when things go missing, my first thought is, did the cats have access to it? And would they have any interest in it? Mm -hmm. Because 99.9% .9 of the time, that's what happened. The other 0.1% is that I just put it somewhere else and forgot. Happens to the best of us. But yeah, like not mentioning, because I would normally expect the person to mention like, we don't have any pets like a dog or something like that, you know, they could carry things off. So that's my first thought, is there another living thing in the house? Okay. So, you're pretty close. Update oh. number two. Someone in the comments suggested maybe my cat had been taking them out and hiding them since cats tend to have hiding spots. One of his yep. is under the couch. I just checked and I found one there. It's just one, but it's a start. I'm going to go check his other spots, too. Update number three. Final update. Okay, so when my wife woke up, I told her about finding a string in our cat's hiding spot. She was amused and wanted to help me look at his other spots for them, too. Well, none of his other known spots had them. But she noticed something weird about the back of our other couch. It had a small hole in the bottom of it. I shined a flashlight in the hole and found a bunch of random stuff in there. We took off... We took the cushion off of this section of the couch and cut a hole next to the spring and voila, we found his true secret stash. All my strings were there. Not only that, but we found pretty much all of my wife's missing smaller squishmallows and her missing airpods. We even found a missing pendant that we've been trying to find for years. I'm going to buy her a box of chocolate. What a delightful story. Yeah, I think 
I think for people that have pets, like that's always your first thought when something goes missing is what did they do? But the thing is, I don't know if Oliver has a spot, but I feel like he has to because some of his toys have just vanished into thin air. Yeah, which that I've ever had a cat who had a hiding spot. I mean, they tend to lose stuff under couches and yeah, like he bat his crinkle balls under the couch. But there's things that I've never found again, and like I don't know how. Yeah, yeah. My fluffy cat used to love those little um, like when you would get the stuff out of the quarter machines, like at a grocery store, yeah. the little plastic containers they would go in. He was obsessed with them, so every time I would see a machine, I would get whatever was in it so I could bring her another one. And over the uh, seven years that I had them, um, man, they yeah. went... How many of those did you bring them, and how many did you yeah. ever find again? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> kind of what I'm getting at here, because, like, the first two years I had them were the two years that I lived in Maine. Mm-hmm. And so when I moved out of that place, I was like, all right, let's, I'm going to go through every single nook and cranny. I'm going to try to find these things. You know, that way they're not left behind. I'm like, how am I not finding more of them? Dozens of them have to be somewhere in that unit. Unless there's a secret hole in my couch and they're all I was about to say, did that couch move or, from Maine to New York? Yeah, it, it absolutely did. Um, it's possible. Yeah, so, I mean, it's possible that she had a hiding spot, like, within a thing, you know, that I just didn't know about, but either that or they're still somewhere in that apartment. Yeah. Huh. But it's 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 simply impossible. It's like they dematerialize. I know. Oh my god, I know. No, it's incredible. And still, same thing here, like, little catnip mice, and like, how do I have to keep buying these catnip mice? Where are they going? I need to start buying, like, I need to find, like, you know, those, like, the Mylar crinkle toys mm-hmm. for cats. I need to find bigger ones, because he absolutely loves them, but they're all the perfect size Sorry, for him to shove under the couch. Mm. And I just... You just make, make your own. That I probably could, but, like... Slightly bigger. Just make the, the circumference ever so slightly bigger, and, like, the problem is eliminated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get real tired of... My couches are relatively close to the ground. It's more under the stove that's the problem. Yep. Oh my god, that's where I found, like, so I found so many toys once I realized that he was actually, like, batting them under there. I was like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but I've never really had a cat that I, again, that I know of that had a hiding place. Although, maybe some of that stuff I assumed that Bella ate, she in fact hid somewhere. Very possible. Like, my my missing tiny animals and, like, the little silicone tips for my earbuds and... <laughs> the earbuds thing gets me every time. God, what a dick move. Yeah. No, and that was that was still in the, the pre, like, Bluetooth headphone era, so they were corded ones. And so they were plugged into my laptop, and I woke up in the morning to find the cord wrapped all the way around, like, my, my chair. Like, the bottom of my desk chair. Little asshole. And the silicone tips missing. And never found them. So, either she ate them, or she hid them somewhere. Cats, man. Yeah. Cats are jerks. But they're adorable. Yeah. Infuriating so, yeah. little jerks, but also... Exactly, yeah. 
That's my sweet baby. Yep. Okay. So, moving along. Um, I saw this on the Bird app just today. I'm going to see if it'll let Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Let me copy and paste the picture into the chat real quick. Because Twitter integration doesn't work with anything anymore. Thank you, Elongated Muskrat. Okay, yes. I think I think we're good. I hope I didn't just jinx it by saying that, but we're good. Okay. So this is something that I saw on the bird app today. Um if this is a pair of scissors, then what the fuck is this? It's two pair of scissors. <laughs> I can't help it. I know how much it bothers you, and when there's I an opportunity, I hate it. Um, yeah, it's two pairs. Yeah. I mean, it. I guess it depends um, on what the scissor is. Yeah, is a scissor one blade with a handle? Yeah. Because then it would that makes sense to call it a pair. Yeah. But if you had a single blade, it couldn't be a, a scissor though, like because it has to scissor together. Hmm. Yeah, point taken. Call it you know a pair of pants is the same thing. Oh my god, it's you're not really, so right. It's not really a pair. It's it's one garment. Like a pair of shoes, sure, right? Those are two separate things. Yeah. But a pair of pants, a pair of glasses. Hmm. 
Interesting it, that you don't say pair of glasses because there is such thing as a monocle, whereas I can't, unless yeah. you're, like, wearing some weird art, like, you know, bespoke thing for, like, performance or dance or whatever, like, there's nothing that's just, like, one pant leg. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, like, I think of it as an alternate use of the word pair, where it's, like, a single thing, but, like, two of the same thing go into that single thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's just an alternate definition, I guess, in a way, but... Yeah, it never made sense to me to call something a pair of pants when it's just, like, this is just one. But then what would we call some fancy or some artsy high fashion garment where it's technically pants, but there's just one, like, long pant leg? What a pair. I know. I mean, I think, do we have to invent a name for it right now is what I'm saying. It's a pant? It's not a pair of pants, it's a pant. Okay, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take it. Which is interesting, because you don't hear the word pant, like, as a singular very often. Like You really don't. Yeah. Which is... Some of those things Mm. think about words, they seem very strange. Like, they don't make sense sometimes. I'm trying to think if there's any other instance where I have ever heard pant singular other than pantsuit. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think so. No. Huh. Yeah, like, imagining, like, if somebody saw a suit that was, like, a skirt set, like, do you have this in a pant? Like, I could see that, sort of. I wouldn't say it like that, but... I wouldn't either, but... I wouldn't, I don't know if I would think someone was wrong for saying it when you put it like yeah. that. Hmm. Yeah, but that's, that's all I got. Two women attempt to invent grammatical rules for scenarios that probably don't happen. They probably aren't. I mean, like, it's all arbitrary. I mean, everything is arbitrary, but if we get too deep into that. Yeah. Did you, did you see one of the replies on this? No, I did not said... look at the replies. Hold on. It's a meme that just says English is confusing, but it can be understood through tough, thorough thought, though. Oh, I fucking hate that shit. This, here's the thing. English is bad. I will absolutely, I will, I will say that. I will take Mm -hmm. that stance. English is bad, but one, at least we're not a tonal language looking at you, Cantonese. Uh, Mm -hmm. Two, at least... At least plurals aren't an entirely separate word. Yeah. Arabic. And um, at least we don't have five million fucking articles for everything German. And German's complicated. So, like, we're bad. We really truly are, but we are not as bad as we could be. Yeah. Also kind of nice that we don't have, like, hyper-specific words. Like a lot of languages do. Okay, see, that's kind of as much as I think that's one of the fun things about German. Like, German in particular, the way you can kind of just smash words together to make one like hyper word to describe exactly what you're talking about. It's a lot. I think it's a little bit fun. Or, like, um, I was talking to one of my colleagues um, who's from China, and I just say it like that. He's like, you know who I mean. 
I know um, exactly who you mean, but... And, and he was saying how he found English frustrating sometimes because he's used to, like, like words for siblings, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, there are different words depending on whether your brother is younger or older. I believe the same thing exists in Vietnamese. Yeah, which I think I would find frustrating. Like, I could see how it's useful, but at the same time, like, what if you're talking about a friend's sibling and you don't know if they're older or younger? Yeah. Yeah, I can see, like, well, again, it being very useful where, like, you don't have, like, you don't have to specify, oh, I mean my younger brother, like, they just know. Yeah. But, yeah, I can also see it being yeah. a real pain in the ass. Yeah. But, you know, it'd be nice if we had a built-in gender-neutral singular pronoun. You know, like some languages do. That would be nice. Although, I gotta say, truly ascended, um facet of language you can have you can be like like us like like the english speakers and have like a couple articles one main one just the make it real easy for everybody then there's like you know the insanity that is german with like a bajillion different articles like d das der far too many in my personal opinion or you can have the absolutely just ascended move you can do what russian does there are none. Fuck it. No articles. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's nice. That was one thing I very much did, like, when I was learning. Where I mean, I'm still attempting to teach myself that language is going okay-ish. But when I was learning the basics, that was quite a relief. Was It was just yes. like, don't worry about it. And I was like, okay, great. I would like to learn Esperanto. Seems like it would be a good time. Yeah. And, you know, really, it's really simple. I've already nice. got three languages going on Duolingo, and I don't know if I can add a fourth. And frankly, if I do add a fourth, it's going to be German, because I'm so fucking tired of not being able to sing along to Rammstein songs. <laughs> infuriates well, me. I wouldn't be well spent on Esperanto anyway, because pretty much nobody speaks it, so. Yeah, it's yeah, just kind of a fun it. thought exercise at this point. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think that, unless anyone else, anyone else I say, as like I'm not just talking to one person, unless either of us have anything else to say about Every, anything that we've discussed, or anything that we can think of at all, that might bring us to the weekly worsening. Well, it depends. Do you, do you want more content? Because I have a thing I kept forgetting to add to the doc. By all means. We can save it. Hit me with it. Because it's it's more of just like a personal like thing that bothers me, and it's it's. I mean, we're very good at complaining here. I am always down to do that. It's not necessarily complaining. It's like a. So when you're talking to a person, okay, when when is it appropriate to use that person's name? Ooh. Hmm. Because this is something that has often bothered me because I feel like they do that a lot in like movies and TV shows where they'll say the person's name to them. But then I was walking across campus like a week and a half ago or whenever it was, and I heard a couple students behind me 
And now, now it's been long enough. I can't remember exactly what he said, but the, the guy said something along the lines of, all right, see you later, Jocelyn. And I'm like, she knows you were talking to her. Like, why use her name? Oh. I'm going to say when you're in a group. Like, when you're in a large group and you're specific. Like, and you're, like, okay, picture this. You're in a group. You know you're going to see one person specifically in that group at an event later in the night. You've kind of said, you're like, all right, well, I got to head to class. Like, you know, I got to head to class. Got to do whatever. All right. Yeah, see you later, Jason. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's when you're in a group of people, like that it serves a purpose, you know? So if you're with multiple people, sometimes, yeah, you do need to use the name to like differentiate who you're talking to in that moment. Or you use it to like get somebody's attention. Yeah. But I don't really see any other reason. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is more of just a movie thing or whatever, but like this has happened to me when I'm like having a, when I'm like fucking spiraling let's be completely honest here and i'm like talking to a person and eventually like bridget like cool it so like like somebody says that to you yeah it's like an attention getter almost yeah if i'm like having a moment where i'm like in a ocd spiral or some shit and i'm like just word vomit they're like bridget stop you can see that so like that makes sense yeah, no, it, it's just one of those things that's always seemed odd to me because I don't know why it feels weird to say a person's name to their face sometimes. But it, it does. does. Like, even just over the weekend, it was just me, you, and Kyle sitting at a table, and I can't remember what it was, but there was something I was saying, and I wanted to make sure you knew I was saying it to you, so I said your name. I was like, that feels weird. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know why. I mean, I've already expressed why it feels particularly illegal for me to say your first name, but even, like, calling you Brooksy to your face sometimes, I'm like, "Mm, why did I do that? She knows. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) But I feel like like that's a semi-common thing that people will, like, say a person's name to them. Like, even when it's just the two of them talking. I feel like... I don't know, it's one of those things that, like, makes sense in, like, in movies or in writing, because it, like, you know, it... It scans better in fictional scenarios, I guess. Or, like, it scans well in fictional scenarios, oftentimes. Yeah. But honestly, other than, like, again, like, you know, name of the person, calm down, cool it, it's gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. I don't see much... I don't know if I could set up, like, guidelines for exactly when it's okay and when it isn't to say someone's name directly to them in conversation, but, like, that's really the only scenario that I've ever done something like that is where, like, where one where I've either had it done to me where I'm the person who's, like, having a moment or, like, you know, when I was in college and I had a friend who would be like, oh my god, like, I'm gonna, like, you know, I've been studying all night, I'm not ready for this, I'm gonna fail, and I'll just be like, listen, you're fine. Yeah. Which, even in that scenario, I don't use the person's name. I'm like, dude. I mean, I do sometimes. Like, I yeah. know I have done it. But it feels weird, though, mostly, right? But it also, but, like, it could be the person's name, or it could also just be, like, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm just a big, like, I just dude everything. Oh, yeah, no. I dude. Also, I don't know when I started using bro and brother as a gender-neutral term, but we got there somehow. Yeah, like just, like, I, dude, like, like rock like rock on brother or like hell yeah brother has become a favorite phrase of mine very quickly. 
it's just followed in the footsteps of dude and guy. Yeah. 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 That used to be gender specific and then over time just morphed into fellow human. At least that's how I see it. No, fair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It just... Because it does happen occasionally where, like, a student has come up to me, like, after class and asked about something and then I answer their question and they'll start walking away, like, okay, thanks, Dr. Brooks. I'm like, I know... I know you were talking to me. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I've probably done that. Maybe not specifically to you, but that probably has happened. But, like, why? I don't know. I just, just one of those things. I, I long to understand, like, what the thought process is when people choose to use it versus not use it. And maybe that's just the communication researcher in me. Probably. I don't know if it has something to do, like, because I would assume it has something to do with, like, creating connection between you and the other person? I don't know. Ooh, actually, wait. You might have just hit it. That might be it. Hmm. Or at least it definitely is in instances where I've done something like that. Yeah, I feel like- With a person that I didn't already- Again, like, person who's having a breakdown in front of me and I need to be- And I need to be like, Sam, relax. Mm -hmm. Like, in an instance other than that, it's pro- It's- Yeah, I think it's been a connection thing because I can remember myself when I first- um got selected as a TA in college. I remember like walking away after class one day and being like, "Alright, bye Sasha." Like I definitely remember like I definitely said something like that before, so that might be part of it. Yeah. The only time I really do it aside from the usual like get people's attention or whatever um is when I pass by students on campus and I say hi to them because I want them to know that I know their name. So valid, bestie. <laughs> Because sometimes I genuinely don't, and I feel bad. Like, I know the face, and I can't put the name with it. So when I know the name, I'm like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. But also, like, if they're walking, like, next to another person, mm-hmm. differentiate. Yeah, I mean, we could be literally the only two people on the sidewalk, and I would still do it. I just so valid. To know. Honestly, here's the thing. Especially if I was in, like, a bigger class... I would like to know that is like if I was one of the people who like perhaps regularly participated in a bigger class like that it, it that it is making an impression. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, you know, my class of one hundred people, I own. I'm doing my best. I think I got like twenty names. That's not bad. Of a hundred people. Yeah. Most of them don't like interact with me outside of class or participate in class. You know, so. So when I do recognize one of them, like, especially when I call them in class, I'll say their name because I'm like, I know who you are. But then when somebody raises their hand, I don't know who they are. I feel bad because then I can't do the same things. I would probably be the same way as a professor. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I, it's just one of those things that's been eating at me. Because it just felt so strange to hear that guy say that. This has absolutely nothing to do with anything. Is that an old shirt? No. Okay, cool. Because I was thinking, I would, like, I was thinking that, like, I haven't seen any Geneseo shirts that just have it as, like, the little side patch. Uh, this is a special case. Well, it has, um... Fun. But it's for, um, Wear Blue Fridays that for faculty and staff, like, they were giving them out, so you're supposed to wear them to campus on Fridays for some reason. Okay. But they were made specifically for that, I believe, so. Oh, fun. They don't just, like, sell them at the bookstore. Like, Big rip. 
Oh, well. Um, but with all of that being said, we good for the worsening now? Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> you seem a little bit excited. Is it time to debut a friend? <laughs> He's finally mine. <laughs> I love him so much. As soon as I posted him on Twitter, someone who I don't regularly interact with immediately flipped it back on me and replied to my tweet with the touch him gently meme that I edited specifically for Plushia. Um, and I assured them that he was um, getting tucked in and given goodnight kisses as, as we spoke, which was true. And I responded with a picture of him tucked into my bed. Um... But yeah, he's finally mine. <laughs> I have wanted this little fucker forever. And now I finally got my hands on him. And I love him so much. And also now I have I have the collection. I have Plushia. I call him Poshia. Popia, Plushy. And Potato. The sweet little, the adorable little bootleg. The adorable, ugly little bootleg one. So. Like you started smiling like that, I knew. I love him so much. I love him so much. I can't wait to bring him to Saratoga Comic Con. I'm just gonna bring him places to take pictures. I don't even care that I'm not cosplaying anybody from Ghost at this upcoming Saratoga Comic Con. I'm gonna be cosplaying Vessel and the Eighth Doctor, and one of those days, I guarantee you, I will have him with me regardless. I feel like it fits Vessel better than probably. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I don't want to get makeup on him though. Because I have to do, like, borderline full-body makeup for Vessel. I'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, I love him so much. Yeah, no, then you can't breathe. (laughs) Put him in, like, a gallon Ziploc bag and leave it crap. Put air holes in it, put him in a jar. (laughs) There you go. Um, Put him in a big mason Yeah, I finally got my hands on him, and I love him so much. That's probably the main way that I'm worse this week, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, is just yep. finally, finally, I've been mm-hmm. trying to get this little guy forever. They, like, there was a point where I swear to God they were restocking the store, like, five of them at a time, because I would get the email, and it would be like, this is restocked, and it would be from, like, 45 minutes ago, or one time even, like, 20 minutes ago, and they were already just gone. Hmm. The people, the people want him. Well, yeah, of course. Why not? Why wouldn't they? People say he's ugly, which, like, maybe he is a little bit, but he's so ugly that he's cute. Sure. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. What do you got for us? Oh, man. So... I'm not too bad this week, mostly because I haven't had time to get that much worse. Um, Happens to the best of us. I am. I only have one episode left of that anime sort of watching. That uh, Good Morning World that I just randomly turned on. And I... One of those things where I was just watching it and I'm like, oh, it's kind of this cute little anime about like these people playing a video game and it's nice and pleasant and seems like it's, you know... Or for like kids and then it take, does a complete 180 and then like what the hell did i get myself into i never finished watching this i think it was the first netflix original anime 
it was like children of the mud whale or something and they did that where i was like oh this like maybe this is like a younger audience fantasy it's kind of cute and then suddenly a lot of people got shot well the part of this when it twists it's one of the most like horrifying things i could possibly imagine happening to a person like it's not even like oh there's gore it's like that's fucked up and i'm gonna have trouble sleeping what is it about me that I hear that and I'm like, hmm, I'm writing this down. Yeah. It's just, man, it just, it, it became a completely different thing. And I just, I'm a little obsessed with it now. I will definitely watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's only 13 episodes. Here's the thing. You tell me like fucked up and I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's cause it like, I think it was like the first half of it where I'm like, okay, this is fine. You know? Damn. So now I just have the one episode left, and I'm like afraid to see how it ends. Oh God! All right. Well, Godspeed. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that tonight. Very good. So. Creepy. I can't. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and count myself as worse from having watched Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Yeah. I freaking love that movie. It's camp. Yeah, and man, like, we weren't even done watching the movie and I'm online trying to find merch from <laughs> People need, people in film, small filmmakers, need to be given more blank checks to just do whatever the fuck they want. Because it's so much more fun than, again, superhero movie number 12. Yeah. No, it was it was excellent. Amazing. I don't know if you've ever watched if you ever listened to this this interview in particular on like the last podcast interview series. But they interviewed um I don't know if it was the director or the producer or something for um a I think it was released as a shutter original, but it's called Psycho Goreman. And oh my god. It's so good. It's so fun. It's so over-the-top, ridiculous, and weird. And, again, small filmmakers just need to be given blank checks. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Slaughterhouse and Rubber, like, two most excellent films. Yeah. It's so, it's so much more interesting and unique and original than any sort of, like, blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had a great time. I had an absolutely wonderful time. So I mean, I know. Uh, I'm making progress in Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Nicely done. Yeah, I did uh, beat the like boss that I was struggling with and complaining about over the weekend. Not bad. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess my continuing down, continuing working on cosplays and stuff, is always a form of me being worse, especially now that I like. Today I went out and like got paints for this and everything, and it's going to finish taking shape very, very soon. But mm -hmm. yeah, other than that, my main worsening point is my sweet, my sweet little fucked up son. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll have more time to get worse this week. It's because I was like at your place for a few days and then, you know, working nonstop between then, so. Well, I believe in you. <laughs> but yeah, I actually get to be home this weekend. Very fun. So, who, knows? who knows how much worse I could be by this time next week. Yeah, who knows. Well, with that being said, you'll have to tune back in to see 
Boom. Look at me. Closing out. Nice. Okay. As always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back again next week, probably way worse, and we'll see you then. Adios, everybody. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.